Three lines from the bottom. Chafal from an olive. Amar Vuna. Psilosh ushveinim shamur chachamim ein madlikin behem b'shabes. Those wicks and those oils that we say in our Mishnah, one cannot light with on Shabbos. One can not use them either on Hanukkah. Whether it be a regular weekday of Hanukkah or whether it be Shabbos Hanukkah, which happens at least once every Hanukkah, sometimes twice, um, but, but it does not make a difference both days, whether it's a weekday or a Shabbos, it is a prohibition. Now he noticed how he separated, he didn't just say you can't use it in Hanukkah, by saying Bein B'chol, Bein B'Shabbos, clearly the message is that there are additional factors at play on Shabbos as well uh, um, as well as Chol. So, Omar Rava, so Rava therefore, you know, based on the way Rav Huna said this halacha, Amrava, um, my time at Ravuna. What's Ravuna's logic to not allow you to use these wicks, whether it be weekday or whether it be Shabbos? It was an additional, you know, Shabbos factor thrown in as well. So my time at Ravuna, Kasavar, number one, he holds Kavsa Zokakla. So clearly he needs to hold that if a, a Hanukkah candle, Hanukkah light that you uh, light, uh, let's say even during the week, uh, let's not even focus on Shabbos right now, but Kafsa Zokakla means that if it, it becomes extinguished, you need to relight it. That you, there's a shear of how long it has to be, and if it burns out, that shear cannot be compromised, and you have to re, rekindle it. Clearly, therefore, if you shouldn't be using the Shvacha wicks, because it definitely adds to the possibility, although it's not a high level responsibility, it's somewhat remote, but still enough, if you hold Zokakla, means you're going to have to go back and do it. It's a non-negotiable issue that it's got to be lit for that entire time. Then we're going to make you go back and do it. And that's why you can't use the shvach psilos or the shvach shmenim because they clearly increase the possibility that it's going to go out. You're not dealing with, with a solid a light. And even though, let's say, this fragment takes a 20% possibility, it's if the old cuffs ain't zokakla, okay, so on a 20% possibility, if it lights out early, ain't zokakla, you don't have to worry about it. You lit it, there was enough for the shear, go home and uh, good night. But if the old cuffs are zokakla, where it is, there is no, there's no room for negotiation on that, it's got to light the whole time, why would you risk the possibility that it'll go out and now it'll be Zokakla, you'll have to go back and relight. And if for, you'll have to relight it. And if for, since you have to relight it, you can't use Shvach oil or Shvach psila in the process. Right? It's a machlokas. We're going to learn different opinions about whether you have to relight it or not. But clearly, uh, Rava is explaining Ravuna, number one, Kavsa Zokakla, and number two, Mutashtamish Laura. Now, and since you're allowed to use Point number two, these are two halachic issues that we're now bringing together to relate to this sugya. The second halachic issue is, are you allowed to use the light of the menorah? If you are allowed to use the light of the menorah, well, now, that, now you're bringing into play a secondary Shabbos issue. That's why he separated Sai Ho and Sai on Shabbos, because on Shabbos, if you're allowed to use, you're allowed to read your, um, your Mishpacha magazine to the light of the menorah, you might come to tilt, and we said you can't do that anymore. So, Therefore, you got to use a good oil um, on Shabbos because since you're, it's mutal shamish ora, it will be uh, a concern you might come to 
you know, uh, fix the candle, uh, the same concerns we had uh, by regular Shabbos and why you shouldn't do it, so we have that same concern now as well. Let's do Rashi. Um, well, you're, we'll get to your opinion soon. That's my opinion. That's, well, yeah. Right now, that's only your opinion because the only opinion we know is that you're allowed to. Okay. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Let's see. But that's, in other words, what you know is the halacha you live with every single day. He, what we're now learning is how it all, how it all evolved. Um, so let's take a look at Kavsa Ner Chanukah. So number one, if the if the Ner Chanukah became extinguished, Zakukla the Sakna, you have to you're you're compelled, right? Zakuk is like you know there's a compulsion, is that you're you're being uh, not forced, but this is the obligation <coughs> to fix Latakna to fix that light if it went out. Hilkach Tzoroch Lechatchila Lasis Yafa. You therefore Lechatchila. From the outset, need to make it good. Dilma Maybe you'll come to be negligent. You'll forget. I mean, because I guess the other argument is, oh, it's a good. If it goes out, then you'll um, you'll go back and, and rekindle it. Teretz says, no, you might come because well, once you have to rely on that. Something could come up. You know, you're in the middle of some uh, you know conversation. You're on the phone, or who knows what you're watching there, and uh, you know so. You might you might forget, and therefore you might be negligent and not fix it. We don't want you to get into that mess. And therefore, we're not going to let you use it in the first place. That's number one. Number one, clearly he holds kav sezokagla. And number two, mutu shtamishlaura. And that's why the Shabbos fact, hilkach b'shabbos aser, therefore Shabbos is prohibited, shemayata l'tzorok tashmish. And even if you were to even negate the first issue, you still have the second issue of, since you're allowed to use the, the light, we're concerned you're going to come to fix the light and um, uh, you're going to use it for yourself. Okay, let's go, Viter. That won't be a problem on Shabbos, though. Well, that's the point. He said, right. But since he divided them, so he said, on whole, the reason why oh, okay. you, is because of the Kofs law, and the reason why he added Shabbos, and Shabbos is a separate factor that, can, that, that we need to be concerned with, and that is, since it's Muntal Shtamish Lora, <clears throat> we, have a, we have a special concern on Shabbos as well, an additional concern, that even if somehow you can get out of the first concern, you're still going to have the second concern. That's who Rav, Rav Huna, very often, not, not as much as a Bayev Rava, uh, but very often when, when there's a Rav Huna sighting, there's also a Rav Chizda sighting. Rav Chizda, so he splits the difference, he says you're allowed to use the, the Hanukkah, the, um, the weak wicks and oils for the weekday. That's okay. I don't, I don't care. I'll be Shabbos, but I cannot use it on Shabbos. Why? Because Kasavar, he must hold, since he splits between Shabbos and between the Chol, Kasavar Kavsa Einzok club. Number one, if it becomes extinguished, you don't have to worry about it. Okay. Hilchach, the Chol, Shari, Top Rashi on the page. We just turned the page to Chafal from the Bays. Therefore, on the top, yeah, that, therefore, in the, during the weekday, it's... Um, any tissues there? Fry or something there? Um, thanks. Uh, therefore, during the whole, it, it's um, it's mutter. Okay, number one. So that's why he he must hold kafsa ein zakakla. So if it's ein zakakla, so go ahead and light the menorah on Shabbos on on the weekday. What's the big deal? Because if it's going to become extinguished, it's not, you did the mitzvah already. You don't have to be so concerned. Number one and um, and number two right and number two as far as Shabbos you are allowed to use 
the the light of the menorah. So second opinion that, that still disagrees with Michael, that you are allowed to use the light, and since you're allowed to use the light, if you're reading Mishpacha magazine by the menorah, you're going to end up possibly adjusting the light. So we don't want to risk it. So Rav Chiza splits the difference. He says it is fine to do it on the weekday, to use these weak oils and wicks, but it's not fine to use on Shabbos. You'll use the weak oil and wicks, and if it's not flickering and you can't get, and, and it's mamish at the most uh, dramatic part of the end of the story there, um, uh, in, you know, in the magazine, and you, you're going to want to finish it, and you've got to adjust it, that's a major problem. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, fine. So that, that's opinion number two. It's Amr of Zayr, Amr of Masnav, Amr of Zayr, Amr of Amarav, Psilois Ushmanim. So it would either, either this was the name of Rav Masnav or the name of uh, Rav. Psilois Ushmanim, Amr of Chacham, Ema Likim, Bob Mishabis, Malikim, Bob Mishabis, Bob Mishabis, Bob Mishabis. Okay, he says that the psilas, the wicks and the oils that the Chacham said you cannot use on Shabbos, which we learned about in the beginning of this parak, you are allowed to use for Hanukkah and uh, on Hanukkah, bain, whether it be the weekday or whether it be Shabbos. Opinion number three goes to the other side that he completely diametrically opposes Rav Huna. He says that which you said cannot be done on both days. I said can be done on both days. Whether it be Chol or whether it be Shabbos, I maintain you are allowed to use weak wicks or weak oil. Okay, that's why when you bought those those congealed oil things for $19, excited, and then you found out that, you know, it barely could light. Nishkefelech, um, because cuffs ain't zakukla, we'll see Then there is, a, once you lit it, it's, it's good enough and you don't have to worry about it. So, Amr Vyirmiya, my time of the Rav, why does, so Vyirmiya, in explaining Rav's logic of, as to why it's good, because so are cuffs ain't zakukla. So, number one, if it becomes extinguished, don't worry. Don't worry, because it, it had the shear, and yeah, it, it's good. It became extinguished. Don't lose sleep over it. Don't worry, you don't have to go back, and therefore, it's, it's, since it's anyway somewhat remote, and even if it did burn out, you don't have a chiv to go back and relight it, so you're good during the weekday. You're talking about Hanukkah. Only Hanukkah. Today, it's only Hanukkah. This is a Hanukkah day. Uh, we should have warned everybody. They could have... Yeah, right. Um... Right, the yasser number uh, number one. So kuf, number one, kafsa ain't zakukla. Number two, v'yasser shtamish shayra. Okay, and uh, number two, you're not allowed to use. Now this, now Michael is finally uh, given the proper recognition. You are not allowed to use the or the light of a menorah uh, any time when you know any time the mitzvah is in play. Therefore, there's no concern that you're going to be reading a mishpacha magazine to the light on Shabbos because it ain't going to happen because you're not allowed to. And therefore, the idea of uh, it having a special issue on Shabbos doesn't apply. Therefore, it's muta bein b'shabbos, bein b'chol. So now we have three different opinions. And if you notice the base in the gimel, it seems like that's where the halacha is, and that indeed is what we're used to. The halacha being kafsa ein zakakla, and also shamish oyer. Okay. Let's see any Rashi's here. V'yosu l'shtamesh. You're not allowed to use the light of the menorah. Why? It should be recognizable that it is for the light of mitzvah, not for your personal reading use. Therefore, there's no concern for an adjustment because you're not going to be reading to that light. Okay, back to the Gemara. So originally, they, the Rabbana came along and said, 
the halacha in front of Abai in the name of Rav Yirmiya, Rav Yirmiya not having the same halacha clout in Abai's mind as Rav. So they said over this this explanation, um, in the name of Rav Yirmiya, instead of its source, because Rav Yirmiya said it my time of the Rav, but they didn't say it in, in, that he was explaining Rav. They just said it in the name of Rav Yirmiya. He did not accept it. He sort of just put it out of his mind that, no, no I don't think that's the shot. Abaye, Vloy Kiblo, Abaye did not accept it. Kiyos Ravin, Amra Bonin Kameh Abaye, Mishmei Dr. Yechanan. Okay, um, I'm, right, this was, I'm sorry, Rav Yirmiya was saying, explaining Rav, and since it's Rav Yirmiya, he didn't, you know, give it that level of credence. When Rav Bonin came to Abaye, they said this halacha over and the reasoning over to Abaye, Mishmei Dr. Yechanan. It was Rabbi Yechon who said, not Rabbi Yirmi, they didn't quote Rabbi Yirmi on this, they quoted Rabbi Yechon on this. Rabbi Yechon had a little different of a stature in Abayah's eyes, Vikibla, and he accepted it. So, um, and he said, Izakoi gemirta l'shmaitza mikora. Okay, he said, had I been zoich, had I, been, had, had I had enough merit to have learned this halacha earlier, I would have learned it originally and I would have accepted it uh, originally and not uh, waited till now. The HaKadosh Baruch Hu did, not, did not give me that message in the name of Yechon until now. Had I had the special merit, had the right merit, I would have gotten it earlier. I would have learned this halacha earlier. Gemara says, okay, well, what, are you, what are you bemoaning that for? V'ha-gomra, But then you learned it now. But the Lamaise said, now you know it. So what exactly is a big enough community whether you learned it before you learned it now? The bottom line is you know it. And right there in Shas. So a beautiful answer by the Gemara, there is a difference, because the earlier you learn something in your life, the better it is that you can remember it. Okay, as we get older, okay, then we start forgetting things. So the, the learning you do uh, of, your, of your youth stays with you longer, and even though you start forgetting things, you forget things more recent than you do long term. A lot of us know that from people that we know that they um, they'll know they can't remember what they had for breakfast, but they can remember you know what happened uh, in Europe, you know, uh, who knows, seventy years ago, like it was yesterday. So, uh, so having said that, Abaya was bemoaning the fact that I didn't learn it earlier, so it could stay with me longer. Okay, fine. Let's uh, any Rashi have a second line from the top. Like Kibla, he wasn't. He didn't recognize it to be so reliant on on Rabbi It wasn't like a, you know, a slam dunk situation for him to hear from Rabbi Yirmiyah. Rabbi Yirmiyah was a chash of but it wasn't Rabbi Yechonin by his eyes. He's a koi. Next Rashi. Rabbi Yechonin was in Israel. Yes. Okay, but they knew Rabbi Yechonin. Rabbi Yechonin was a, a world scholar, so he his words had. Major clout. Um, okay, Isaacoy, he said, Okay, had I been Zaycha to learn it, I would have learned it like what he was saying the first, like I would have, um, the first time I learned it, I would have learned it in the name of Ryechen and I would, would have been able to internalize it. Okay, um, so he's bemoaning the fact that he didn't learn it this way right away, that Akash Baruch waited later on in his life to tell him that it was the name of Ryechen. So what difference does it make? He's learning it now. And the answer is Girsa Diankusa. Zikna. You we retain things earlier than later. This is a powerful message. I don't know if it'll work, but it's really a message to a lot of the teenagers out there that say, oh, I want to get to Eretz Yisrael, don't worry, I'll start learning in Eretz Yisrael. That's when it all kick in. Meantime, you know, you sort of uh, not take advantage of the four years. 
makes a difference. Every year, the earlier you learn it, the longer it stays. Okay. Um, fine. Let's go back to the Gemara. The Now, is it really true that if it becomes extinguished, you do not have to worry about it? Okay, uh, doesn't that, uh, right? Uh, that's what you're... Pr- about 10 lines down. Okay, Kafsa ain't Zokukla. Okay, so yeah, focus more on the Gemara. I think it's, it's a tough to go with Rashi back and forth all the time. The Kafsa ain't Zokukla. So, is that really true, says the Gemara, that when it becomes extinguished, you do not have to be concerned for uh, that fact. You don't have to go back and relight it. Is that really true, Ramino? I'll teach you a Brysa. I'll learn with you a Brysa that seems to show differently. It says like this. The main mitzvah of Hadlokis Neros on Hanukkah is from the time that the sun goes down. There's a million dollar question, what's, which sun and how far down? Is it the beginning of Shkia? Is it the end of Shkia? Is it the end of the first Shkia? So that's why we shouldn't go to town here. What does it mean, Mishatishka Hachama? But it means from some level of darkness, the beginning of darkness, whatever, um, the, you know, like I said, the place uh, can, you know, have different interpretations. But the mitzvah of lighting candles is from the time of Shetishka Chama'ad, Shetichorek until the time at the feet of the people in the marketplace clear out. Okay, we end the the the, 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 the no no more no more no more the people running at home, you know, running to get home. Everyone's quiet. The streets are quiet, and that's the shear. Now, what is the, why are we being told that the shear? is until that time. Okay, my love, Lechoyre, the message of this Bryce of telling me that, that the, li- li- the candle lighting is my love, the Kavsa, right? Lechoyre is saying that, let's say, assuming that Shear is, as we all know, a half hour after darkness, right? That's the conventional wisdom of what that Shear is, a half hour after dark. So, isn't that the message? That the reason why... The reason why you need to know that is because if it gets becomes extinguished, you gotta, you got to light it again. So that's what the Bryce is telling me. You got to know that it's got to stay lit until a half hour after dark, until the feet of the market, uh, you know, quiets down, must be that because you have to relight it. Is not the answer, does not prove Rav that you're wrong, that uh, that Kofsa Zokukla, as opposed to Kofsa ain't Zokukla. And where it says, no, lo, that's not the Pshat. The lo adlik, madlik, the message is that if you did not light yet, you still have till the end of Tichlo Regal Menashuk to light. That, that you have this window, and if you pass this window, the window's gone, and the window closes, and you can't light anymore. That's why we, we are told this year, Pshat number one, or Vinami Lashura. Number two, the reason why we are told how long the light needs to be lit for is to know how much oil to put in. You got, you got to know the shear of the oil. And therefore, um, we, we, we need to tell you whether you need a, 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 a Hanukkah menorah, a thin one, a Hanukkah candle, or a thick Shabbos candle. To tell you, since it's got to last, how much, it lasts that long, that's why on Shabbos we make we light more, right? We, if we use candles, use a Shabbos candle because it's not about how, 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 many, how long the candle lights, it's how long the candle lights until, in terms of the shear. It's got to light until that time. So you, it doesn't prove Kafsa Zokagla. Kafsa Taka Zain Zokagla. You don't have to worry. If it, if it extinguishes along the way, don't worry about it. As long as it lit at the time that you should be uh, lighting, that's fine. 
Uh, and therefore, Rav's halacha is still true. That's why you don't have to worry about using weaker psilos or weaker shemenim on Hanukkah. I swear I have to be told, there's two, two possible answers, either to tell you this is um, up until when you can light, or for the amount of oil you need to put in l'chadchila. Uh, Look at Rashi. To have enough oil like this amount, but we can maintain the original halacha of Rav that if it get, becomes extinguished, you don't have to worry about it. You go right there on with your business, you don't have to go back and relight it. Okay, so this, um, there's so much here. Let's just hop a little bit while, if, while we can. Take a look at that first heading of Tosfis. Right, so the typical, if you look, right, if you look at the, the Gemara, it sounds like the first heritage is holding that you're done, right? If you don't light it by the time Tichoregel Menashuk, now our Tichoregel is different because we have people prancing around making trouble, you know, well into the evening. But um, uh, in those, you know, in those days, it was it might if you didn't light right away, you're done, okay? He says, Avmikan Ve'elech Avrazman, Amari. Of Razman, period. So Amar Ri Parat, the issues are Lahalik Belaylam Yach Yacha Yosmidai. Right? So Taka the Ri Parat says that um you gotta make sure that you can't um uh, you have to light right away, that you shouldn't wait too long because you're gonna you're gonna lose the window. And, but if you're late, you come home late, you had a business uh, you know, thing and you couldn't uh, make it, so you could have somebody light for you, or, but you can light me Suffolk, because the, there is another answer. So since this answer is not s- seemingly universally accepted, you can rely on the other answer, okay, um, and therefore, but the question is, should you make a bracha? It'll be a big tumult. According to that shot, do you make a bracha if you end up lighting 10 o'clock at night and the, the streets are quiet, what do you do? However, the rebels everybody out. Now nowadays you don't have to worry about when you light. Because we are not lighting for the people of the shuk really, uh, but we are lighting uh, really for the people in the house. We light inside. We don't light outside. And since you're lighting inside, the main. Yeah. Okay, but it seems that the saying the main the main purpose is uh, for the inside people. But whatever. It's um, again, there's another bailout in the sense that nowadays people are around later. So even if you want, to, uh, uh, and again, it would be also make an afternoon in Eretz Israel. They talk a life for the people outside here. We're lighting for the people. We're lighting for the people, you know, inside, and it could be different territories well versus chutzarts. Okay, a lot, a lot of stuff here, but just a little just to whet the appetite. Um, we could definitely spend a month on this Ahmed easy. Um, okay, let's see here. Viter, two dots. Okay, so what do we just say? That the uh, you have to light until the feet of the people in the marketplace subside. Viat Kama, how long is that? Until the feet of the Tarmudoi people end. Who's the Tarmudoi? Look at Rashi. Shem Uma, the name of a nation, they would gather up um, small pieces of wood. They would be the last ones to wrap things up 
in the marketplace, and they would wait around until the people would go back to their houses. after it got dark. So that they'd be available. It's like the people, you know, hanging around selling stuff that's you know, pertinent for that day. Well, anybody goes home, they want to have a nice fire place fire, you know, in the house. So you you stop off and you uh, ask the guy, same guy who's you know got the oranges on his shoulder. He's also got some wood to sell you as you go home uh, at the end of the day. Or they would light they would light in their houses you know a fire. If they would need wood, they would oh the guy's still selling outside. So the that like half hour or so after it got dark, you know you can still get it from these Tamudoi, the people who were selling the the firewood. Okay. Let's go weiter. Um which that's, that's a basic shear. So two dots, Tarabonan. Okay, famous, famous Gemara. Tarabonan. Mitzvah's Hanukkah Neri Shubesai. Okay, the, what is the Mitzvah Hanukkah? The Mitzvah Hanukkah, let's hold the Rashi because we're going to have different opinions here. So, opinion number one is Neri Shubesai. Look at Rashi. Um, um, light for a man and his household. Neri Echel Bechol Laila. One light every single night. Vish Bechol Bnei Beso Saigel Bnei Rechad. And the entire house is covered by one. Right? So, technically, all you would need is eight. Uh, candles for the entire Hanukkah because you light one candle a night for the entire household. So this is the basic minimum mitzvah and that's what you need to, to do it. Vamahadrin, back, uh, let's hold the Gemara, finger on the Gemara. Vamahadrin, if you want to be more uh, exacting and you're really, if you're Mahadrin, you're running after mitzvahs to, to do it even better. And they say that the, that the whole miracle was a hedradika miracle because we really could have managed with tamadika oil. So since the mitzvah was done in a hedradika fashion, we've introduced, we introduced here into the mitzvah of Hanukkah a hedradika aspect to it. A lot of the a lot of our mitzvahs don't have hedurim. It is what it is. You do the mitzvah and you're done. Here it is hedur. The mahadrin would make one candle for each and every member of the household. And the Mahadrin, Mina Mahadrin, what about if you want to go even beyond that? So the way to enhance the mitzvah even further is start with eight and go down to one. Okay? And it's unclear right at this point is this for one person for the whole family or is it for each member of the family? Uh, but whatever that pshat is, Beishamai says you go from eight to one, and Beishil says in the first day you light one, and, uh, and from two and three and four you keep adding one more, which is what we do. Okay? So you've got these two different approaches to the Mahadra Minna Mahadra. Do you go eight to one? Or you go one to eight, and let's just do the Rashi for a minute. The Mahadrin Acha Mitzvahs, if you are running after Mitzvos, you would light one candle per person in the house. Okay, so that's level number two. Okay, level number three would be Rashi doesn't speak to us right now about level number three. Um, Okay, if you just take a peek in Tosis for a minute, from Mahadrin and Mahadrin, near Lari, the Beisham of Basil, or Kaima El Aner Ishu Basic, Shikin Yeshosehid, the Dika Hekera, Shemoisif Holech, or Machaser, right? So it's, oh, he, the, this Mahadrin and Mahadrin is only in the first original opinion that says one, one person lights for the whole house, that there's an additional Hidu when you light for the whole house, that you light either eight to one or one to eight. 
Echad, if you but if you light for each different person, I feel Yosef Mikan Velech like Akira. She's Shikach Yesh Bnei Adam Abayis. I guess it's not going to be as recognizable because they're not going to know how many people are in the house. So the point is that according to Tosfos, and the irony is that the Sfardim follow Tosfos and we follow the Rambam Shita. But the Tosfos is saying if you're going to do the Mahadrim and the Mahadrim, it's one person for the whole household. So not everybody has their own menorah according to according to the Tosis, and that's what the Sfarim do. We have a menorah for every single person. So Mahadra Manahadran is even in the second opinion, there's the Mahadra Manahadran. If everyone is lighting, there's still a heder to do like Basil or Basham. And that's what the Ashkenazim do. So for some reason things got flipped around and the Sfarim followed the Ashkenazi and the Ashkenazim followed the Sfarim. So okay, interesting. World here in the world of Hanukkah. Okay, let's can, let's proceed. Amar um, Ula. Uh, okay, smack dab uh, about a little bit uh, above the middle of the Gemara. Amar Ula. There are two Amarim who argued in Eretz Yisrael. Riosi Bar Avin, Riosi Bar Zvida. There were Riosi Bar Avin and Riosi Bar Zvida. What do you argue about? One says the reason for Beishamai is in terms of going from 8 to 1 is because you at the beginning of the night light for the amount of days that are left for Hanukkah. The days that, you, that are still yet to come. So the first night, 8 days are yet to come, you light 8. The second night, 7 days are yet to come, you light 7. That's how you go. The town of Beishamai, but according to Beishamai, he goes, not, not looking ahead, but looking backwards about what has not just transpired. So the first night, you have now passed the first night. This is the, okay, you're sort of looking backwards. And uh, as each night proceeds, you go up in the amount of l- nights you've already uh, traversed. We do, we do Basil, correct. Okay, that's one way of understanding the Machloik is between Basil and Shammai. Okay, v'chad Omar, time of the Beisham. The other one said no. V'chad Omar, time of the Beisham, can I get poriachag? The other one said no. The reason for Beisham has nothing to do with it, with that concept of how many days are still going to happen, but they go with poriachag. Okay, uh, meaning that that they go again, uh, they go connect the uh, the oxen that are sacrificed on Sukkot, which we know went down in numbers, right? I think when the first day was 13, and then it kept going down. So that's the idea that, that we follow that same line of, 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 uh, of interpretation, and we go down in the numbers, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Okay, the time of Basilel, and the time of, the reason for Basilel is the Mayalim B'Kaddish Ve'Maridin, that we elevate in, in sanctity, we don't go down in sanctity. And since our job is to elevate, we go from 1 to 8, not from 8 to 1, Ayah Poryachag, that's a special Gzersakasa, but in general, our rule is Mayalim B'Kaddish Ve'Maridin. Okay, any Rashi here? Yeah, a few Rashis. About the days that are going to come. And Basil is Yom HaYaitzim. Shiatsu Kavar, that already left. And the day, you have to add, the day that you are in is kind of like a day that just passed. So the first night, one day passed. Even though you have the whole day in front of you, but you basically look at it, it's one down, seven to go. So that's why the first night you'd like one. And um, 
And the last night, you light eight. No, there's nothing to go. We're done. This tonight's the eighth night. We're done. What about the others? For Pariachag. Mismatin Volchim Bekabonis to Parshas Pinchas. When we learn Parshas Pinchas to Kabonis on. Um, on Sukkis, we go down in numbers. That's one, that's Beishamai's interpretation. And the other interpretation is, no, again, we got about 12 years for that. We're going to learn, um, it's learned that from the, in Perk Shalechem from Sukkim. So we're going to have to hold, wait up for that, where the source is. But I think we actually mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Just can't, it doesn't hit me right the second. Now, Mibachutz, um, okay, that's Viter. Back to the Gemara. Amar Rabba, Baruchan Amar Yochanan. Back to the Gemara. Rabba Baruchanan says the name of Yochanan. Shnei Zekenu Hoye B'Tzidon. Okay, there were two elders in Tzidon, in the city of Tzidon. Echlasuke B'Shamay V'Echlasuke Derei B'Shilo. Okay, um, one did like Beishamai, one did like Beishilo. Zenos and Tamud Varov connected Poryachag. One justified his actions based on the Poryachag. Zenos and Tamud Varov, the Mount Bekajim Marid. And one gave his justification that you go up in Kedusha, you don't go down. So these two elders seem to go with the second opinion that we just mentioned that the Machokas is not about the idea of going days entering or days leaving, but rather the issue of Mail Makadish Ve Marid. Okay. Weiter. Um, Tarabonan. Near Hanukkah. So what about where? Okay, so we sort of have uh, the, the what you light and, and um, how long you light. Now, Tarabonan, Near Hanukkah, Mitzvah, Lanicha, Pesach, Beisai. Okay. Um, the Mitzvah of Hanukkah is to light in the opening of your house, Mibachutz, on the outside. So, how does it resolve the difference? They don't resolve it. It's machlokus, so we have to we pass like beisilo. So yeah, I mean, a lot of machlokus in Gemara was not resolved. I mean, we resolve it halachically. You know, we paskin, but as far as you know, between them, between them, them, they they, they maintain their positions. So then in those days, what beisilo guys? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you see, right? You see. Uh, well. Again, what the light? What? In other words, you could tell who was a Beishamai, who was a Beishilo, but... Yeah, for sure. That for sure. And it, it seems that Lamai said there were people, uh, even though we know he passed like Beishilo, right? He says, Shnei Zekein Hoi Betzidon. Okay, that's so... Each, and one followed Beishamai. So I don't know how early this was. Maybe this was a story that it's, they were... What? Could be. Um... It sounds like it, but uh, you know that was Rabbi Yechon saying they were. Now, is that referring to his time? It, w- it would be surprising that Rabbi Yechon's time, which is much later, at the time of the, that still there are people following Beishamai, but that's what it seems. Unless it's a story of the way back, you know, this happened a long time ago. <laughs> okay, very good. Okay, it's, we all get together on the fourth night. It's a great minute to start. Now we have, you know, we should have like a major dance on the streets. Everybody agrees on the fourth night. Okay, so, um, yeah. So what about where you're lighting? So, you put on the opening of your house outside. And if you live on upstairs where you don't have a doorway, so you live upstairs, you got to put it by the window that's open to a shusarab. Okay, but if it's a time of of um, danger, then you put it on your table and you're happy with that. You don't want to deal with the 
uh, Persian animals who were coming to uh, to uh, persecute Klai Yisrael. Um, the yeah, Amar Rava. Okay, and Rava adds, You need another candle, another light, um, another flame to um, use. If you want to use a flame for whatever per- personal purposes you want to use it for, you should uh, have another, uh, the shamish near it to use it. Vika Madura, and if there's a Madura, Lloyd Sarah. But if it's a big flame, a big torch, you don't, you don't need it because you have a big flame right near you. You got like a, like if you have electricity, for example, that would really negate it. If you're an Adam Choshev who generally does not read by Maduras, it's not the way that an Adam Choshev would read. Even if there is a Madura, you still would need another um, light because it's not his way to do those things. Okay. So, Lamaisa, what do we see? We see that. Um, uh, the introducing the concept of shamish. Now, uh, let's see for a minute. Let's see Rashi for a second. Mibachutz. Um, so you would light it uh, by the doorway outside. Because you want to, you want to publicize the miracle. And you wouldn't do it in the Rishusarabim. But rather, you, you would do it in the courtyard. That their houses were open to the chutzur. So here you'd put it by the you put it in the chutzur where their houses were open to the chutzur. Okay, um, this this is also an issue. Okay, um, because it's, so according to Rashi, it sounds like you put it in the chutzur, not in front of the house. Tosis seems to disagree. If you look at Tosis, Mr. Nicho Al Pesach Beisim Bechutz, who married the the lekker chutzur. If you're putting in the opening of your house, the case is that there is no chutzur. Alabais Oimitz Sabochus Rabbin. But rather, it's the house open to, that your house is open to Shusarabim, and that's why you're putting it in front of your house. says, but if there is a chutzur, if chutzur, you put it in the doorway of the chutzur, not in the doorway of the house. Well, Rashi seems to say you put it in the in the doorway of the house, which is open to the chutzur. Okay, so this also again, we don't really do this today, so it's less of an issue for us. But uh, again, in Eretz Yisrael, this could be, you know, the, this machlokes would play a role. You want it by the if the, if you're if you're in a courtyard and the courtyard's open to the public, do you want it by the public or do you want it by the doorway opening to the courtyard? That seems to be machlokes, Rashi and Tosis. Okay, um, back to Rashi for a minute. Okay, you don't have a place in your chutzur. Because you're upstairs, what do you do? You put it inside. You put it by the window that's close to Shusrabit. What happens in the time of Sakana? The Persayim had a special rule in the day of their holiday. Where they would only would allow candles, and apparently this Yantav would coincide with Hanukkah. Apparently. Wasn't we now we have other Yom Tovim that coincide? Um, so we we don't light it outside to to you know touch upon their issues and get in, get in trouble with them. We light it inside, okay. And what do you do with about the shamish? You have to light it there. So it's a whole big tumult. Do you need a shamish even if you hold? You're not allowed to use uh, you're, that. You're allowed to use the light. What's the big deal? Apparently, they still are. We show you the concept 
of having a shamish regardless. Even if you are allowed to use the light, we don't use the light, but even if you would be allowed to, it would still be an issue of uh, making a hekka that it's for the sake of the mitzvah. So you need a shamish no matter what, but we for sure need a shamish because we're not allowed to use the light. Okay. Vika Madura next Rashi Imloit Sarh Imika Madura Aish Loit Sarh Nera Kheras of Mishtamesh Lara Madura. I already have an extra light because I have the big flame that's right nearby. Vesha Kerish and Nair Shamitzvah and everyone knows that this is Nair Shamitzvah because I'm I have the light to you know the other light to give me personal light. And therefore it's very, very clear why you have it lit. The point is you want it to be presuming so that everyone should understand why this is happening. For whatever reason, it's pastinate uh, to use the armadura. So what would he do? Tzarech, you, um, so for him, he would never, he would never use it uh, anyway. Because if you don't have a separate nair, it would not be a hacker for him. Okay, so you know what? We're up to my Hanukkah. It's a great place to stop. We'll pick it up tomorrow.